It is Thursday, January 5th. Today, Meta offers better insight into your CAPI and pixel measurement. Google weeds out rules on weed. Microsoft offers App Store ads. What marketing managers can expect to make in salary this year. And when social media users say they want less politics. So you give them less politics and users say, hey, where'd all the politics go? I'm Todd Maffin. Here's what you missed today in digital marketing. All right, a couple of updates to Meta's ad platform to start us off. First, they are launching a new metric called AAC, Additional Attributed Conversions. You'll see this shortly in Events Manager. This will show what percentage of additional conversions over a 28-day window Meta is able to attribute to your ad account as a result of you having the Conversions API, which we all usually call CAPI, installed and working. There are a few reasons why your AAC might be high. Your CAPI setup includes high-quality customer information parameters, for instance, that will help improve your attribution. Or you have poor deduplication because of something like not setting deduplication keys with all of your events. Your ACC might be low if your pixel performance is largely comparable to CAPI, or your CAPI setup is missing that high-quality customer information that could improve your attribution. This is definitely a welcome number for advanced media buyers who might want to, say, convince their clients that making the move to CAPI is in their interests. Also, Facebook has added a way to add some UTM parameters that signify new versus returning traffic, which will let you drill down into those data pools in your third-party attribution tool of choice or Google Analytics. Neither of these, as per the usual course with Meta, were particularly well communicated. I found out about them this week in Andrew Foxwell's fantastic Slack community. You can learn more about that via our affiliate link, which is b.link slash founders. While cannabis retailers have been selling weed for years, now they can advertise it online. Well, sort of. Google this week announced it will soon start allowing more ads for CBD products. As of January 20th, Google will update its policies to permit some cannabis ads in some locations like California, Colorado, and Puerto Rico. Specifically, this update applies to FDA products that contain CBD or topical hemp-derived CBD products with 0.3% or less THC. For advertisers in the U.S., only topical CBD products that have been certified by LegitScript can be promoted. This certification process has a couple of requirements for products seeking to be promoted. First, advertisers have to submit samples for testing for compliance with legal THC limits. And advertisers must provide LegitScript with a third-party certificate of analysis. Finally, Google said that certain formats, like YouTube Masthead, will not be eligible for serving those ads. All ads promoting CBD-based products, including supplements, food additives, and inhalants, remain prohibited. Microsoft wants you to look outside the box of mobile advertising. The company today announcing a new ad placement for desktop today. They call them Microsoft Store Ads. They are placements within their App Store, so very much like what Apple has done recently. The ads are only available for app developers, and they can promote their desktop apps to customers on Windows 10 and 11 devices. As I mentioned, this is very similar to Apple's App Store ads. Customers can click on the ads and download the app to their PC. Advertisers will be able to review performance reports and optimize their campaigns. Quoting Microsoft, most people visit the Microsoft Store to learn more about PC games or apps. Microsoft Store ads is all desktop traffic with mission-driven users that have a high intent 
to download a desktop app, unquote. The new ad format is built for apps already on Windows. Are you being paid enough? According to new research, the average starting salary for a corporate chief marketing officer in the U.S. is expected to be $175,000 in 2023. Starting salary ranges for other corporate advertising and marketing positions this year include the median salary for a corporate VP of marketing, forecast to be around $155K. A marketing manager is expected to earn $85K. In terms of content development and management roles, the median starting salary for a content strategist is forecast to be about $83,000, while a copywriter's earnings are expected to be $76,000. The data comes from recent research from employment agency company Robert Half. A very welcome addition to TikTok for those of you, all right, those of us who spend a little more time on it than we should. The app will soon start supporting video scrubbing thumbnails. We've been able to scrub through longer videos for a while now. That's when you hold the little bar at the bottom, move your finger left to right to move around in a video timeline. Now, though, when you do that, you'll get a little thumbnail showing where you are in the video. YouTube has this, and it's honestly one of the platform's best features. It looks like these are starting to roll out this week, and it will only apply to newer uploads. Data shows that young people now spend more time watching TikTok than YouTube, and it's been that way since June of 2020. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. But tomorrow marks the second anniversary of the events at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. And you may be wondering, what does storming the Capitol have to do with digital marketing? Well, after the riot, Meta said it wanted to scale back how much political content it showed its users. And it did. Facebook reportedly tried to hit the mute button on politics, but things got complicated. According to newly obtained documents by the Wall Street Journal, Zuckerberg directed his teams to completely eliminate political content from people's news feeds, favoring posts that users thought were worthy of their time rather than the ones that upset them, aiming to boost Facebook's user growth. But, funny thing, the company found that Facebook engagement did not increase as a result. Instead, the downranking of political content actually had a negative impact. According to the report, views of content from high-quality news publishers dropped, complaints about misinformation climbed, and users reported... They just didn't like it. By the end of June, Zuck had pulled the plug on the plan. Due to its inability to suppress political controversy with blunt force, Facebook has turned to more gradual changes in promoting sensitive topics like health and politics. The documents show that the current approach still reduces how much of that content users see. Quoting the Wall Street Journal, 
Meta now estimates politics accounts for less than 3% of total content views in users' news feeds, down from 6% around the time of the 2020 election. But instead of reducing views through indiscriminate suppression or heavy-handed moderation, Facebook has altered the news feed's algorithm's recommendations of sensitive content toward what users say they value and away from what simply makes them engage, according to documents and people familiar with the efforts, unquote. Are the glory days of the podcast boom over? A new piece up on Bloomberg suggests that while podcasting revenue and listenership continue to grow, the enthusiasm many once felt about the medium has dissipated recently, even among its biggest advocates. After a prolonged buying spree, some of the industry's biggest spenders are now pulling back due to economic concerns and a potential decline in audio ad sales. Sources say Sirius XM has slowed down its deal-making, while Spotify is freezing its U.S. budget for new podcasts. Amazon Music has reportedly pulled back on new deals as well, and instructed its team to reduce offers that were already in the works but not signed. Bloomberg is also reporting there are some instances in which all three companies are offering new shows lower upfront payments, but retaining more of the resulting ad revenue. Shows that used to be able to claim 80% of ad sales are now often forced to settle for 50%. The article also points to a few other headwinds affecting the market, including employment and hiring freezes, supply saturation, the slower-than-anticipated takeover of programmatic advertising, and the struggles that new shows have finding audiences. Finally, the industry is also suffering from the broader macroeconomic downturn affecting media and tech companies. Even so, the piece points out that many in the industry still say 2023 should be a strong year for the podcasting industry. Well, this could come in handy. YouTube announced this week that it's testing new hashtag suggestions in shorts titles. If you are in the test group, you will see new suggested hashtags to include when publishing your content, and that will appear in the upload flow on mobile. YouTube says the suggestions will be custom to your channel, as they'll be based on content you have previously uploaded. The initial experiment includes a small number of U.S. creators across iOS and Android devices. Houston, we have a problem. Elon Musk's Twitter keeps flagging rocket videos as intimate. <laughs> According to an ex-employee, the platform is starting to mistake photos of rockets as intimate content because of its reliance on machine learning tools. Let this be your warning. Stop posting unsolicited rocket pics. On the show tomorrow, the terrifying malware that's breaking into hundreds of meta ad accounts. See you then. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.